You're listening to the Birdie Dad podcast. They can't make a birdie, but they can dad. And now your hosts, Jared, Brian, and Trevor. What's up, my friends? It's the Birdie Dads podcast. Brian, Trevor, and I are here, your favorite golf podcast for dads. So we're going to get into some golf and dad problems for real. What's up in your world, Brian and Trevor? Not much, man, but I did watch the uh, PGA tournament last week and saw Stuart Sink win with his son on his bag. That was pretty exciting. Did you guys watch that? No, I, I missed it. I did. I that was pretty special, oh. yeah. And yeah, yeah, did you get his back, the backstory on that, Brian? Uh, kind of. I mean, through through the you know the telecast and everything, but I, I, I didn't really pay attention. What, what was going on, Trip? Yeah, I think I think it was from earlier this year. He'd won he'd won a like a tournament or something with his son. His son. I just graduated from uh, college and was looking into working at Delta, I think. And he had a job lined up, but he's like, hey, this is kind of my chance to uh, follow my dad on the tour. You know, he's getting up in age kind of thing. And so he asked him to join join him. And I think within maybe a tournament or two, Stuart had won or placed high in the money. And he's like, okay, well, let's try it again. And uh, his son kept getting for him and he was doing well, kind of raising, raising in the ranks. Hmm. And then, so he finally, he actually just let his full-time caddy go and kept his son on Reagan. So, um, oh, he's bringing yeah, him the season. momentum. He's got yeah. it now. Yeah. So he's, he's got, yeah. gave him the juice and, uh, and so now, yeah, now they won the RBC and, uh, it was pretty, pretty awesome watch by pretty, pretty good four strokes too. I mean, it was pretty mm-hmm. amazing what he did there. Pretty dominant. And it was fun to watch him together through the course just like talking about the math that needed to happen the shots need to be hit and his son just right there with him be like yeah you got this you got this it must be fun to have have your son out there now yeah and your yeah. son coaching and a dad along like you got this dad you can make this shot that's yeah. epic i want to be in that guy's head i mean you just stop and think yeah my kid's on the bag i'm gonna win a tournament my kid's here guiding me through it helping me along Pretty pretty sure our uh, our ship has sailed there, boys. But uh, you know, <laughs> we can dream. We can dream. Go the senior tour. We we still yeah. got the senior tour coming up. Yep. Yep. Uh, I'm right. gonna make it. I'm gonna make it. Now talking about getting old, getting senior tour. I had an interesting talk with my wife this week. So I'm turning forty coming up in a few weeks, and she asked me this setup question, and she says, "Hey, what do you want to do for your birthday? Have you guys had that mm. talk about the fortieth birthday?" We have, yes. Um, and, and mine's coming up uh, and it's still kind of in that COVID haziness. So, <laughs> I don't know, man. I think, I think I'm going to take a mulligan on the 40th and, and maybe do it next year. Yeah, we, I'm later than you guys. So, I haven't really talked a full, you know, full golf plan or 40th. But my wife is a cougar. She's a year and a half older than me. So, I got to plan our 40th for her. So, we've already had those kinds of conversations. So, I set the bar pretty high and threw a surprise birthday party party for her before COVID hit. Actually, it was well, so time. mine was like she's like, "Do you want a surprise party?" I said, "No, absolutely not. No <laughs> yeah. surprise here. Yeah. Let's just do it." And, yeah. and I think that's the trick. So I waited. I go, "Hey, oh, what are you thinking?" And she says, "Well, why don't you think about where would you like to go or play?" She's like, "We can get do a getaway trip. We can leave our daughter with her sister in laws and get away." And I pause. I was like. This moment right now is so rare. <laughs> this is this never <laughs> happened. Never. All the planets aligned. It, it was epic, and I felt like I was frozen. I, I felt like it was a trick. I was. This is not real. So you so, just say Ireland? 
Yeah, what'd you say? <laughs> well, on. okay, that's why I'm coming on here. I haven't decided yet. So here's the, here's yeah. the situation. So she says I can play anywhere I want. We can go away. We could do something. She talked about maybe a baseball game. But like you said, Brian, COVID haziness. I don't really want to go to a baseball game and there's 2,000 people in the stands. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's not a baseball game I want to go to. Like, right. I don't want to go. I mean, I think it'd be cool to go to Colorado and watch watch the Rockies and maybe, you know, if if things were open, catch something at the Red Rock Theater. But I don't want to go and, and, and there's just this limited capacity and there's 20 feet between fans. It doesn't really feel like a game. Yeah, yeah you could so. choose a PGA Tour event if you want. Ooh, those are opening up and then you could play somewhere close by wherever that is. Just find a fun city where there's a PGA Tour event and then do that. Okay, so let's break this down. This is the episode. You know, if you're me, pick your spot. I mean, we're a golf podcast. So let's talk golf. You're, it's your 40th birthday. None of us have hit that yet. You're looking ahead. Your wife gives you that. It's not quite a hall pass. She called it a hall pass. And I was like, uh, maybe we want to talk about what the <laughs> hall yeah, pass awesome. means. <laughs> because it's not really like a hall pass, but she calls it a hall pass. So you get the hall pass according to my rules here. Where would you go? I mean, let's break it down. Top. Let's call this the top five spots to play when you turn 40. I mean, I have all, all kinds of ideas, but I want to hear what you guys think. Are we talking just strictly golf? Like your wife is coming, but she's not going to play with you kind of thing? Uh, see, that's probably the trick. I don't know. It would take it wherever. I mean, I get to set the parameters here. So, I mean, I'm always partial. We've talked about this a lot. Bandon Dunes. I've, I've actually been to 40th birthday parties at Bannon. And I mean, there's no other place really, I mean, to go other than Bannon for 40th. That's would be my first pick. Um, you know, we've chronicled this and I, I need to get that out there and just give uh, kind of a, a, a free read to all of our listeners out there that kind of details all the uh, abandoned trips. But that's where I would go. I mean, you can talk about Arizona, too, you know, Scottsdale, but it also depends on time of year. It's too hot. Uh, it's going to be summer, though. It's going to be really, really hot because I did think about Palm Springs. I, I love Arizona. I love Palm Springs area. Great courses. You can play down there. But it's <laughs> that's going to be. 100, 105, 110 plus. So to let you guys know, I'm going to set it up a little further. I am going to Vegas here real soon, um, right right at the beginning of June, and I'm going to play one of Vegas's premier courses. So we could we could throw that on the list too, or we could Mm -hmm. stay to you know if it's summertime. So this is like a top five summertime. If if it's not, you know, Bandon Dunes is a good summer option. Trevor, you you love it. It's a little closer for you. Yep, closer. Um, Tory Pines, throw that out there, you know, San Diego area, okay. you know, a little something for you guys to do on the side, but also play a great course. They have two courses, the North and South, obviously the South is more, more chronicled, but, um, that, that, that would be a good destination there. Never played there. Never been to Tory Pines. Yeah. Brian, what do you think? You're up in, you're up in Washington. You play Chambers Bay a lot. Where are, what are your spots? Where would you go? Yeah. Chambers Bay is good. I don't know if I'd say that's, that's my 40th birthday destination, maybe because I just live too close to it. Um, I like Bandon Dunes as an option if you're just going to go play golf, but that's not a wife trip. I don't think that's just right. you and, and maybe a couple of buddies. Uh, we'll, we'll join you, Jared. If you well, my that, wife does so. want to attend. Yeah. You guys, of course, we're gonna, we are want to play. <laughs> my wife does want to come along. It's some funny thing about she wants to be there for my 40th as well. Yeah. Yes, I mean, so. I've, I've never been to Ireland. You've been to Ireland. So, yes. um, oh, I, I would, I would probably head there if I was going to do it, um, as, as a big 40th and my wife would like to come oh. along, um, for, for one of those and, and just be able to see Ireland and that kind of stuff. She wouldn't golf with me, but I mean, those are some historic courses. So to be able to walk those at least, I think that's a big fun. jump we're making from, from hey. Bandon and yeah, Torrey Pines a, to Ireland. It's milestone. Yeah. It's 40, yeah. you know, you got to do it. 
Maybe yep, halfway to there, Ireland. Jared, is a, a Hilton Head, kind of like Myrtle Beach, yeah. South Carolina yeah. area. I mean, I've good, heard good things. I've never been, but, you know, to take the wife out there where they have other amenities, pools and things where she's not always going to be golfing, but you have every golf course, you know, known to man right there. And guys, you know, not to mention I am not, RBC I mean, this right podcast, there. I mean, I know we're, we're such a cool podcast, but I, I'm not made of money here. I don't, I don't know you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but still we're going top five. Okay. Hilton head. We've got, you know, you're saying Chambers Bay, maybe not so much if just for a 40th, we've got Bandon Dunes. You guys didn't say Pebble. What do you think about Pebble on the list? I think that that's a great option. Pebble Beach, I mean, it's expensive. We talked to Brett and Kim, and he's like, yeah, 2000 goes off the tee every 10 minutes. So, I mean, that's it's expensive. You got to don't you have to stay there? Yeah. You to get a preference, right? Yeah. I, I believe so. I'm not I've never been, so I don't I'm not sure. Yeah, there's ways you can get on, but summertime I don't think it's happening. I think you need to be right. you need to stay out there and you're talking 550 around in in the summer mm-hmm. months. So, what if my wife says, "Oh, I want to play Pebble." No. Now I'm looking at an $1,100 drop for <laughs> yeah. a round of golf. And my wife does not That's play. It. She does not play golf. Just laying that out there. She she can swing a club, but she's, you know, sure. Yeah, I'll take her to Pebble. So we have, did okay, you say Torrey Pines, right? Yep. We got Torrey Pines. We got Pebble. We got Bannon Dunes. Where else would you look? So so we got the West Coast. We're pretty accessible to Hawaii or any of the islands over there. Um, again, it's quarantine, a little bit more restrictive to get over to the islands, but they've got some awesome courses out there. Um, one of the big ones out there, the plantation course would be fun. Um, so -hmm. you could just go to a, and that's, that's one where your wife could come and she'd be happy sitting on the beach, uh, just by herself, probably with with a cocktail. Now that one would uh, shift. I'd probably have to take my daughter with me. So when I said I could leave her behind, because that's a little, you can't, I can't really shoot out to Hawaii for a weekend. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a PGA guy yeah. jumping around playing tournaments, not, jumping around back. Maybe not a weekend, but like four days. Like that gives you two travel days and like two hangout days. That's that's a decent decent time if, if right. you're going to try to be away from the kid. So I was going to say, what about your um, weekend trip? Obviously, you're going to do a weekend trip. Uh, what about Tahoe for you, Jared? I mean, that's what only two hours away for you. Yeah, it's about two hours away. You got Tahoe, so you're looking at Edgewood is the premier course to play Edgewood. Um, I've played Old Greenwood a few times. That's Truckee. That's a great course, but Edgewood is Mm. definitely, if you want something really nice in the California area, uh, that's that's a premier course right there. I mean, we've all Mm. seen that one. Which one's the one they do the Pro-Am at? Is that the... That's Edgewood. Yeah, that's Edgewood, right? right? So... And you've got Pebble Beach is running 550 around. We also have right next to Pebble Beach, you got Spyglass. That's another great course out there. Mm-hmm. So I was looking at Spyglass. I've never played Pebble. I've never played Spyglass. You guys, these guys are like, oh, these dads, you know, yeah, I'm a dad. So this is like college tuition <laughs> I'm talking here. Right. And you got yeah. Pasatiempo, Santa Cruz. And so that's another one that's a really high level course in my area. So, so, so Jared, I think you got to break it down like this on your 40th birthday. You have to decide, do you want it to be a family trip? Do you want to be a trip with kids? Do you want to be a trip with just your buddies? So I think that'll determine where you go on this trip. Well, let me just, ask you then. We're going to get the criteria right. Or both, actually. You know, there's yeah. always both. <laughs> well, we golf. Both. We golf. But my, my buddies or my guys that hang around here, you know, what if they're not really into golf? And I'm asking, hey, you want to come drop 500 on my birthday to come play and you don't really play? That's, that's a tough ask. I think so. I mean, what do you guys think? 
Uh, yeah, I've got, I guess, I guess I would say I've got a few more friends that, uh, play golf. So I think they're probably a little more willing to drop that, I guess, but it's perspective. I don't know. What would you say, Brian? I would say that, um, you throw the invite out there and you see who shows up. I mean, you don't like force them to say, you know, you have to come for my 40th birthday, but at the same time, I think that you say, Hey, I'm going to go play for my 40th birthday. I've got to force them. Who wants to come with me? <laughs> and I, you, you get enough to fill it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So we especially, got some great especially, spots. especially at Pebble Beach. I mean, come on. Right. Yeah. Well, one course I definitely am going to play, and I don't know if I'm going to call it the 40th and make it a weekend trip out of Pacific Grove, which is right there by Monterey. You know, that's your Pebble Beach area. Is it's a course called Poppy Hills, and if you are an, what we have down here is an NCGA. If you're an NCGA member, well, first of all, Poppy Hills, you go book it right now. It's 250 around for the summertime. So it's not cheap, hmm. but if you, you become an NCGA member and you get your, your gin basically, and you get your handicap set, you can play for $90. You don't have to stay anywhere. You don't have to do anything. And that's, so that's a pretty good little discount that you can play at. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely on the list. So I'm looking at, I'm going to narrow this down. I've got, and there's some other courses, you know, you got, again, you got Pebble Beach in the area, you got Spyglass, you got Spanish Bay. So I think I'm going to narrow it down to the Pacific Grove area, the which is that Carmel Monterey. Keep it, keep it that. So it's, it sounds like you're bringing your wife and not your kid. So you're going to try to stay a little bit local and just go play some good golf courses. That's yeah, kind of what, that's what you're thinking. What I'm thinking. Yeah. So okay. now I have to decide if my wife will play with me or not. Because well, just sometimes <laughs> at some courses, and you should check this out. Call ahead of time. I've been in Hawaii with with my wife. Uh, without kids and they charge what's called a rider fee yeah the rider fee is like the yeah. most ridiculous thing i've ever heard of in it's, my life it's ridiculous but it allows it allows your wife to kind of just ride along and um hang out good <laughs> or just Pay pick, her up, to just hang pick out. her up have her walk the first um hole on, on kind of off the side and pick her up on the second tee and there's no rider <laughs> fee <laughs> well if you've been to you go out and you look at spanish bay i just have her walk along the beach and she just yeah. walk up because the trail just goes right along the course. It's yeah, like, you know, walk along the beach and hop in the cart. Come on, let's go. <laughs> let's <do this. laughs> so we got some good courses. This is like the first level of 40th birthday parties. If we come up with more, I want to hear it. I, I think I'm going to narrow down to something in the California area. I still do like the Torrey Pines idea. And there's other ones in Southern California we haven't even talked about. So some top five courses that you can play. I do like Band and Dunes, but Trevor, as we've talked about in the past, summertime is not the best time to go play it. Really not. It's, you know, it's not really a, a, if your wife's not into golf, it's not, there's not much for her to do there, to be right. honest. So it's not really a, a couple's trip. Read Unless a book on the golf. beach. Yeah. I mean, even that it's, it's a little windy on the coast in Oregon in, in summertime. <laughs> yeah. So and there's, just, there's not much in the downtown city of Bandon. Right. <laughs> so, so that's right. your guy's yeah trip that's guys the uh-huh. yeah that's the yep. guys golf trip to bandon mm-hmm. yeah i like and I, and I think summertime is not like you said i mean we can go it's too hot to go to arizona it's too hot to go to vegas it's too hot to go to palm springs because I, I love courses in all those areas so this is really the top five summer trip how about you i mean you're, you're a little bit of a drive but you can get into the bay area like what about some of those like harding park and, and you can stay in the city and you know like your wife can come that way it's not too far away yeah, that's true. You know, Harding Park could be a good idea to go play. I mean, there's some really nice courses in the San Francisco area. Um, you know, there's different ones. Like I said, we can I could look at the the San Francisco area. I could look at Pacific Grove area, or or go down Santa Cruz, or go down to Southern California. So we got some great options to play. I think you guys need to come down and let's do the roadie. 
but some of these are you know three hundred dollar rounds so save save some money <laughs> get prepped we'll do, do the tour maybe the 50th party we can all say <laughs> 50th <laughs> get ready for the senior tour that's right so another go. news i played in a tournament last weekend i've been talking about this i played a solo tournament and ah oh, man it was tough it was tough I'm so glad that I brushed up on my rules, though, I will tell you, because there were there were some situations where rules came into play. Yeah, like, uh, give us an example. You got a, you got a decent one? Well, yeah, well, okay, so first of all, I play dad rules a lot. You guys know this. So the three of us, I play the least official golf. Like, I, I just don't play a lot of official. I'm sorry. I take gimmies. I use the foot wedge. I, I've known to take a mulligan. And so playing a tournament was a challenge for me. So... I mean, first of all, I can tell you, okay, so I get in the carts and they're doing the whole starting, which is super fun. Uh, a lot of guys everywhere. Um, I think they had 80 guys in the tournament. So you, you were double stacked on some holes on a shotgun start. So a lot of guys getting ready, a lot of dads out there. I was handing out the cards, telling them the birdie dads, all that good stuff. Everybody didn't care. They just had their headphones and masks on and wanted to play. <laughs> but so these guys are everywhere and they announce in the box, they go, okay, rule E5 is in play. And... What do you know? I mean, does you guys go right off the bat? You know, rule E5? Uh, I'm going to guess three minutes, no more than three minutes looking for your ball. No, no you're idea. close. You're close, actually. It's the stroke and distance out of bounds rule. Okay, yeah. so time, once time. you look it up, you know it. It's, yeah, it's to keep you moving along. But E5, I'm like, oh, crap, I got to go look up E5. I don't have anything to reference right here. And so I'm kind of scrambling. And, and that came into play. A uh, guy in my group did hit it out of bounds. So he took the two strokes. I think he did a legit drop. So to know how to drop that was key. That that came up because um, so you're, how, how they play just just uh, was it by the stake by the out of bounds within two clubs lengths or was it in the middle of the fairway? Because I've heard it well, both ways. Yeah. Okay. So the way the rule is supposed to be played is that you take the line from the hole through um, where you think it went out right, and that's your one line, and you have the second line, which basically forms like the triangle, and you get the two strokes, and you have that drop area you can drop within. So you can technically. It, according to where those lines are looking at a visual helps so much more here but you could get a drop on the fairway but you gotta you know you're gonna have to come back a little bit hmm. um gotcha you know and, and and i would say like yeah it sped it up but the this particular hole and so let me just tell you okay so this guy was playing phenomenal and he ended up placing second overall in the day i i, I mean i knew he was doing really well playing with him he was in my group didn't know the guy playing really really well it's individual tournament he, he's i mean i think we're on probably like hole 12 or 13 and this is just a really challenging hole there's water on the left there's ob on the right he hits it ob on the right and he just goes ahead and we know it's ob it's a house i mean you, you heard it i have know that feeling he, he tags it and it's gone and so he goes up and he doesn't even play a second ball provisional nothing he just basically immediately invokes the e5 which is legit, right? Like, that's what they said to start. So he can use it. Uh, it's kind of like, uh, you know, I kind of want to see you tee that up again. <laughs> you you, you kind of <laughs> lost a little control right now, and I want to see you hit. I mean, you that's also, whole... You also want to see us suffer. That's going Absolutely. way, way uh, back yeah. in like the second episode that we recorded. But yeah, yes. you want to see us suffer, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. Because I put four in the water and I wasn't too happy about that. You know, and I, I took my my licks, you know. And so, um, so anyways, they announced at the tee box, you know, right out the gates, it's E5 is in play. So the guy was legit. I'm not saying he didn't, you know, he wasn't cutting corners. It's just like, uh, 
I kind of sat there like gave him the look like yeah I kind of want to kind of want to see you hit that one again I kind of want I think he pull he sounds like he's a good golfer so I think he overcorrects he goes left into the water um on that hole sounds like well that hole I actually left, right? did that for him I went ahead and said hey let me show you what water looks like and I pulled okay. it left because okay. I overcorrected for him on my tee shot and I went into the water but you know so some other okay so I had another situation where I hit and it falls in between two fairways and i sent you guys the picture it drops in and it's dirt it looks like sand but it's dirt and it it rolls into this like crazy crevice crack formed by water runoff mm-hmm. okay and it wedges in there and but it's like, not standing water it's it's, it's just not dry. standing water it's just yeah. dried but you can tell from the rains that it had worn out this like irrigation runoff and i'm like crap what do i do so i asked the guys in the group I'm like, what do you do here so no one knows <laughs> no, nobody wants to tell me and so we call over the rules official there's actually that's what's kind of fun you got a rules guy monitoring the course so he comes over and he tells me play it as it lies so mm. yeah man I, I couldn't believe it like i i felt like the local rules should provide some relief there were there a lot of these waste areas between other holes or is it just that one spot it's a, it runs on about two holes. It's one area of the course where two holes back to back, there's two on both sides. So it's kind of like this, um, or I guess, you know, it's, it's a two hole stretch out of like these three to four kind of zigzag, right? So it's just a, a, one of their areas of the water runs off. So did you take an unplayable or did you, were you able to actually get a club? No, on? I hit it. I hit it. I hit yeah. a club on it as hard as I could. And because mm-hmm. it was dirt, but it only went about 40 yards. So mm-hmm. it, it's almost like a, an unplayable, but, um, took my hit out, you know, just took it as a, the guys is like, yeah, you said you can play it as it lies, or you can take the penalty and take an unplayable and take a drop. Mm. I felt like it was a local rule relief, but didn't get it. Yeah. I guess they would notify you that before you start the round or have some sort of stakes marking, you know, grounded to repair or whatever it might be. Right. Cause I sent you guys the mm. picture during the round and you guys quickly weighed in. You're like, Oh, you got to play it as it lies. If they didn't state it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like Trevor's response to it. Just next time hit it in the fairway, Jared. Just hit it in the fairway. Yeah. Um, I definitely <laughs> tested the water and I had to do some drops. And one was rough because I had to pull it back. You know, dad rules I would have crossed the water. <laughs> I yeah. had to pull it back and hit it again. So that that hurt a little bit. So did but, you have any yellow you know, stakes, uh, actual water hazards? Or yeah, did you, were they yes, all laterals? I did. No, all- there was a yellow one because they had some water that traveled the whole distance of the hole. So mm-hmm. I, I tested that one out too, just so you guys know. I went okay. ahead and nice. went and felt that water penalty out. Did so my that. question for you, Jared, on that um, that lie, that horrible lie that you had, um, and you hit it 40 yards, did you recover? Or how long did you, did no. you stay, stay no. with that shot? <laughs> no, I melted down, guys. I melted. That was like the beginning of the epic meltdown that uh, it was pretty ugly for a few this, holes. So there. this was hole 12 that you were on? So you had uh, theoretically five or six holes left? After the meltdown? Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, it was a little earlier. No, um, that water hole was 12. That was like late meltdown. I was okay. already melting. You I had a couple, had couple meltdowns. <laughs> I did. I, I went on a nice terror of about five holes of disaster, and I could not get it back. So, And I when I say 40 yards, I mean, that, I mean, I didn't pace it off. It may have went 20, <laughs> so out of the dirt. It was tough. 
Yeah. Jared, you didn't really pull on all the stuff that you've taught. You've been taught from these podcasts. You have to breathe. No. Did you breathe? No, did you breathe? I did not no. breathe. I did okay. not breathe. I'm sure I passed out. I'm sure that I did not reset. I melted. I, I, I had horrible putts. I did not think of the individual shots. I did everything you're not supposed to do. You need to go back to the Bruce Bowen episode. You just need to say, I learned from that. Next time I will be able to uh, hit that 140 yards. I learned nothing. 20. I learned nothing through my yeah. round. <laughs> uh, not for the shot, I learned nothing. And I was not happy to be there. None of it. I was just, you know, long round too. So don't you have another one coming up next weekend or something? Aren't you like right back in the saddle here? Like yeah, two weeks. Tournament? Two weeks okay. back at okay. it. So I got to rebuild the swing in two weeks and get right back in the saddle and come after it. Yeah. So and and then we have a big tournament, Brian, coming up for your your tournament. So yes. you guys are going to see. Yeah, well, you'll be on my team at that point. So I hope you I hope you fix yeah. it. <laughs> let's let's get that figured I out. I am Jared. going bombs away. Oh, see, this is what I was going to tell you guys. So the most frustrating thing. This is no lie. Truth be told, I got Scouts Honor up here. That of the group, I I mean, they had us in flights. Okay, so the guy in the group ended up taking second overall. And what was the most frustrating thing of the day, no lie, is when I struck my ball every time, out drove him, but couldn't score. Story mm. of my life on the golf course. Story you were DeChambeau. You were DeChambeau. I was. This way, I was yeah. all over the place. I was Your all approach over the place. <laughs> so it's about the approach shots. Yeah. I, so when the shamble comes up there in Washington, get ready. The, the long drive's coming. So I had awesome. some bad breaks, but you know, the story is for you guys is for the dads out there is get in a tournament because it really does change everything you play. You had to hold out. You, you can't take gimmies. You have to take those on those tough shots. Um, I had to hit the reverse tree shot, you know, the backwards swing, oh. which wow. made me think, yeah, I had one of those. I made me think of golficity guys. And I was like, I got to carry a left-handed club. I need a, I need a left-handed <laughs> seven iron to hit this. So. By the way, I was I was out. Uh, it was a nice weekend up here, and um, I was out in the backyard with my boys. And I took my son's uh, left-handed club and started just messing around with it because of those golficity guys. Mm-hmm. And it really makes you check your swing, like on what you're doing. Like it's all, it's like learning all over again. Yeah, we, we should get we should get some left-handed club guys and, and, and I'm try coming to, to the tournament with a left-handed way. club. I'm coming with <laughs> awesome. a left-handed seven iron. I'm going to awesome. be ready. Seven iron. One yeah, I can see where it balances you out, right? I mean, we, we're just strengthening one side of our body, basically. I mean, swinging mm-hmm. the same way all the time, you know, at least 100 swings a week. And I can see where if you're doing it on the other side, you're just balancing things out. You're going to gain more strength and flexibility out of it. I yep. might be better left-handed, guys. I don't know. I might be better. We'll that would be amazing. That would be the best thing in the <laughs> podcast world. So I wanted to, I think I shot, uh, just so you know, I think I shot uh, six pars and one birdie, I think as I tallied up. I don't have the card in front of me. It was either five bir- five pars, one birdie, or six pars, one birdie. I have to go back and look. So overall, pretty good day. I mean, we were playing with mm-hmm. a good group. That's what's fun about a tournament, too. You get, I did get in the moment for a few holes, did feel the grind, and uh, you know, definitely you play every shot. You got to hold out. You, you got to, you mark every ball. Ended up being a five and a half hour round, which is terrible. Mm-hmm. Mm, terrible that's terrible slow. time that's never going to make it in the etiquette world yeah no no sounds like your course management might need some work too jared I mean, <laughs> you're getting you know, into a lot of water like did you ever think like at some point maybe i should just hit a seven iron short of a water like did you did you i guess did you change your game plan as the wheels fell off to try to adjust for how you were hitting it in a, in a competitive Tru- match truthfully yeah no 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 you just went no. for it every time I, no so, no, I started the round on a par five where you had to hit an approach and your second shot was an island green. And 
what I chose to do was lay up. I, I hit to 100 yards, laid up, got on in three, was sitting okay. So, But as the round wore on, I, I threw that strategy out the window and I just said, time to go for it. I went, we were supposed to, we taught, we've been taught not to do. I was like, I got to score now. Scott Sollings, just because yep. you can doesn't mean you should. Yep. That's exactly what I'm thinking right there. It's just like, what do I need to do to just make bogey? That's probably, probably the better thought process than to, what do I need to do to make birdie? But when you're, you've been there before, Brian, though, when you're there, it's like, it's hard. You're amped up. Uh-huh. You're, you're feeling it. You, you got to like, yeah, got to go I for mean, it every now and again. Your ego takes control. It's, it, it's right. a hard break to pull. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. Comes with experience, I guess. Trev, what other rule do you have? You said you got a rule to talk about. Oh yeah. I, um, was playing just a, a round with a buddy and, uh, you know, my, I was off the green and I chipped and I hit his ball on the green. And mm. he looked at me as a rules official and I was like, you know what, um, I'm pretty confident in this, but I wasn't sure. So I had to go look it up later. But what do you guys think? If you're off the green and you're chipping up and you hit your buddy's ball on the green, what, what should you do with both balls? And is it a penalty? I think this was a different answer like two years ago, but my initial now of the rules, I think that um, you replace the original ball, right? Yes, to your best, you, to, yep. to the best of your ability, and then the the one that moved, I think it you play it where it ends up, right? Right. So the one that you know, the one that you hit, you, your you ball, play it you as play it lies. Yeah. You play it as it lies. Right. So if you're if you benefit from it, it goes in the hole. Great, you made the shot. But if it right. bounces way off, you still play it there. But yes, you are supposed to replace that ball that your playing partner had on the green already. Um, yeah. The the difference that I didn't know or think about is in stroke play if you're doing standard stroke play rules and you guys are both on the green and say you just shank a putt and you actually hit the ball well then that then incurs a two-stroke penalty on the person who hit that putt so who made that putt so So the guy whose ball he didn't mark he still gets to put it back where he thought it was correct yep so you still have to move move that that ball back to where it was when it was at rest but the person who hit the putt originally originally takes a two-stroke penalty, and then plays it where it lies. I think mm-hmm. that's bogus. I got to tell you guys. Like, <laughs> you didn't mark your ball, and I hit it, and now I get penalized? Yeah, oh, so that's what, what, what you, have, you, you have to ask them. So that, that's the thing is, right. if you think that ball is in play, then you have the right to ask your opponents or playing partners to mark their, their ball before you make the stroke. Oh, I guess if, I guess if you're on the green. I agree with you, Jared. <laughs> it's kind of up to the everybody. Yeah, on the like, green. like mark your ball unless you, no, you know, you I'm ask. talking on the green. Like yeah, I'm on the green putt and you didn't mark your ball because you're yeah. lazy or eating a sandwich over at the cart. Right, your ball. (laughs) I mean, I just won't tell you. I just dad rule. I will just not tell you, and I'll kick your ball. Well, this is the video. This video from the Masters, where uh, God was it two years ago, three years ago. Louis Ustazen got his hole in one, and it hit um, the ball of the. I can't even remember whose ball it was, but whoever hit before him was sitting pretty close, and then his shot came in hit that ball and then ricocheted into the hole <laughs> he got yeah. a hole in one off of it and that counted and, and then i think the the other player got to replace the ball replace as that. best as yep. they can yeah yeah i guess everybody wins too. yeah everybody yeah. wins <laughs> that, that doesn't so the only time you don't get a two-stroke penalty when both balls are on on the um green is in match play there's no penalty mm. apparently in match play because it's between those two opponents whereas stroke play there's theoretically another a whole nother field that's um, right you know, affected by that play. So that's why, why what's, well, that's what the difference is. I, 
I will tell you. So one of the reasons we had a super long round, five and a half hours, crazy. I I can't stand it. I was going nuts. But everybody marked their putt, every putt. And at one point, I was like, come on, guys. Like, it's a six-inch putt. Just knock it in. You had to hole out. But I will tell you, one of the guys in the group did a legit four putt within probably, I don't know, six, seven feet. He hits it, missed it, got frustrated, tapped it back, flew it by, then had to get it back up close and then drop it in. He was so mad. He melted in that moment. I'm like, eh, maybe you should have marked that and taken your time there, buddy. So <laughs> changed my perspective after that. Mark your putts if you got a hole out. Take your Man, time. those four putts are out there. That's tough, though, in a tournament situation. I feel bad for that guy. I don't even know him because <laughs> I've, I've been there. <laughs> I know it. I think uh, I'm, I'm sure I'll do that again one time. So, well, that's it, guys. This episode has covered all the ideas about turning 40 and playing golf and go get in a tournament just to challenge yourself. We're going to be releasing some things pretty soon here to help you get the peak of your game. So get ready. Go put yourself in some tournaments for the season, and we'll see you next week.